3: We'll get to that in a second. Uh, First of all, I would like to thank Loot Crate for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. Uh, If you're on a quest for any kind of epic gear, housewares, collectibles, Loot Crate has it. Uh, it's like the best surprise that you know is coming. So you're going to get an epic range of pop culture items for less than $20 a month. Um, if you're more of a fanatical fashionista, then try Lootwear. Uh, monthly wearables and accessories with cult classics and your favorite franchises. But if you want to get fancy, you can get a bigger box with even bigger loot with Loot Crate DX. And if you have a pet that you want to force to like the things that you like, try Loot Pets. Katie, do you... <laughs>
1: Should I, put, should I get one for Scout
3: what do you want to get for Scout just get a, get a, get a, get a, she a loot she would love head.
1: toys get a loot pet box for Scout yeah, some dog clothes
3: well the offer expires September 19th at 9pm Pacific so whether they beep or speak maybe of our favorite characters are robotic in September's loot crate you're going to find items from Star Wars Star Trek Aliens Blade Runner and one lucky subscriber will win a mega crate uh, that is massive that has a ton of stuff in it again you have until the 19th at 9pm Pacific to subscribe receive that month's crate and when the cutoff happens it's over go to loot Crate.com slash Nerdist and enter the code Nerdist to save 10% off any new subscription today. Um, All right, Katie, what do you got on the corkboard?
1: Well, first of all, uh, Best Friends Animal Society's uh, annual Strut Your Mutt event is coming back in October, and we brought back Team Nerdist Podcast Network. Uh, It is a dog walk fundraiser that also includes photo booths, food trucks, free goodies and much more. We've done team Nerdist in the past and they've always been a lot of fun. And we are hoping to raise even more money for homeless pets this year. This year's LA event is October 21st at exposition park. And we'd love to have you come out and strut with us. Or if you can't make the event, you can always just donate to our team, all the money from team participants and donations go to helping save homeless animals. And uh, Scout and I will be there. Aristotle will be there with his dogs. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And you can visit s t slash strutyourmutt2017. So that's Nerdist, but then with a a dot in between the I and the S to find out more info or to join the team or donate.
3: Yeah, that was a... um, I, I registered... N e r d i s t. That was smart. Years ago, so I could make uh, short links. To
1: so make yeah, the Bitly links. I believe
3: yeah. s t is the extension for the for Saint Thomas. <laughs> so because yeah, there's like an international domain yeah. service, so you can register domains in other countries, yeah. so you can get. You know, like, L-Y is Libya.
1: Yeah. Uh, or like dot L-Y is Libya. France and then FR.
3: U-K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. U-K. Yep. So, yeah. if you you know, if you're trying to make, like, a clever thing with a dot in the middle Saint of it. St. Thomas. You can go international. You can go international. So, yeah. So, there you go. That, that's the short link for
1: Nerdist. That's and, what that is. And then I have one more. Nicholas Page writes, I'm a graphic designer at NASA Johnson Space Center. He wanted to promote an awesome new Johnson Space Center-focused podcast created by his co-worker, Gary Jordan. It's called Houston, We Have a Podcast. And I love that name. And it focuses on the science and multiple mission essential functions that take place at the Johnson Space Center. Uh, it The discussions include space food, astronaut training, live conversations with astronauts currently on board the International Space Station, and much more. You can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, everywhere, or nasa.gov slash johnson slash hwhap.
3: Uh, and, and I'm glad you brought up Houston uh, because, first yes. of all, I've been to the Johnson Space Center. Yeah. Um, it's... Incredible, and uh, and we're just uh, we're we're wishing you if you're listening in Houston we're wishing you uh, all the best um, for cleanup. It, listen, it, uh, if anyone is listening that wants to help Houston, um, I gave I donated to JJ Watts. Uh, Oh, he's
1: done so... Oh, he's really helped.
3: I mean, so last I checked, they'd raised over $13 million. And then also Houston Food Bank. Houston Food Bank is good.
1: And they also, yeah, they need food for people. They
3: need food for people. And then I had also asked about some good... local pet charities. Yeah, the
1: the Houston SPCA, the Humane Society, um yeah. there's a there's a whole bunch that you can find online.
3: Yes, but you know, uh donating blood, yeah. um, food, diapers, diapers, uh pet support, money, like yeah. a- anything anything will help, but it is as you know, uh, it's is an understatement to say this, but it was a devastating event, and certainly one that um, you would never want to have to go through no. in your own community. So it's gonna be
1: years of recovery. It's gonna
3: be it's years so to recover, sad. and so please, uh, so please, please help out Houston. And then there's another fucking storm headed about towards, to headed yeah. toward Florida. So and
1: and uh, it's about to hit like Puerto Rico. It's just it's a Category Five. It's it's just it's just terrifying.
3: Yeah, so, so, so a lot of, you know, there, there will be a lot of people who yeah. will need your uh, relief efforts. So, you know, anything you can do, anything you can do to help out would be, uh, would be, would be much appreciated. Yes. So uh, we are thinking about you, Houston. Um, and now this episode, people have, uh, keep asking for a hostful podcast. This is a hostful podcast. Do
1: people like the hostfuls?
3: I mean, yeah. I feel like some of them do. <laughs> this is from the uh, ID10T Festival where I brought yes. Matt and Jonah up in June. Where we did ID10T, which uh, 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 was an incredible experience. It was such an incredible experience. And it's looking, looking like we're going to do one Ooh. next year. But I'll have more information about that yeah. soon. So uh, we had, there was about 1,000 people there in the tent. And uh, and we did Quements, and we did... And it just felt like the old days, Katie. You it did. felt like the old days.
1: Nothing had changed.
3: And you know what? I actually found a folder of unreleased live podcasts that we did around the country. Wait, what? <laughs> when, I think this might be have predated you being here, but uh, we toured. Matt yeah. and Joan and I toured. And uh, for whatever reason, they just never got released. And so I kind of now that talking with Chris Hardwick is done for the season, yeah. I'm kind of wondering if maybe occasionally we should just drop in. I mean, they are. Old. I don't know what the topics are in any of these podcasts. I've not heard them they since must we be did at them. Least
1: five or six years. They're old, five right? or six
3: years old, yeah. but I have like ten of them. Oh my god! So I don't know. I might start dropping these in um, as we. Uh, you know, until we can get Matt and Jonah back on, I do want to say, um, if you if you weren't aware, um, Jonah's Jonah's dad passed away a couple of weeks ago, and um, so you know, if you haven't. Maybe uh a, just a just a, a hug on social media for Jonah, um, but he's doing really well. He's back in LA now, and you know I want to give a huge shout out to uh, Papa Ray Michael Ray Rodriguez, his dad, who was a lovely guy. Uh, I got to meet him a handful of times, and and just a sweetheart. So um, I understand this. Very well, and uh it's not it 's something that most people will have to go through and but it still feels unnatural so uh Jonah, I love you, and uh all all the hugs in the world and uh and uh, your dad will be missed um, so this is the uh, i d ten t hostful that we're we're going to post, and hopefully we'll get some more hostfuls together soon. It was really great to have Matt and Jonah up to the festival, and every time we get together and we do this. It just makes me <laughs> miss the days. I mean, I'm very, I'm very proud of the Sister Wives. Yes. They're both working a ton. They're both doing amazing things. Um, and uh, occasionally someone will go, hey, you know, I am a fan of the podcast, but I miss the days when it was just you guys fucking around. And I, I completely miss that, too, because I love these guys. Yeah. And having a podcast to get together with gave us the opportunity to hang out. And catch up in our otherwise busy schedules. So um, I I promise I will do everything that I can to get us all back together more often to do some hostel podcasts more regularly so it's not just me gabbing all the time (laughs) about stuff. Um, So this episode, 900, which is mind-blowing to me that we've done 900 of these. 900, Katie! 900 episodes um, is also brought to you by Casper Mattresses. Casper is a sleep brand that created a premium mattress, and they sell it online for a fraction of what it would cost in the store, Legit- legitimately a fraction of what it would cost. Because there's no dealing with brick-and-mortar stuff. They're just going direct to you, the sleep consumer. So the business works by continuously developing their mattresses using feedback of nearly half a million customers. And their San Francisco research and development team recently developed a proprietary foam that relieves pressure and increases airflow – and real customers have said the mattress is like sleeping on brioche. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've ever been eating a brioche and be like, I would love to sleep on this, well, you That's can. Great image. <laughs> and it's not that much more expensive than a brioche. And I'm going to turn into Seinfeld. You can buy a bunch of brioches and sleep on it, want will copy be more expensive. But uh, Casper is really easy. You order online, whether in the US, Canada, and now even the UK, and they deliver it to your door in a compact, how do they do that size box. Free shipping, free returns. And um, I got my mom a Casper mattress. She loves it. You know, I I, I think she and the mattress might be dating now. I don't know. <laughs> but she's, she absolutely, you know, and she's, a, and my mom's a very picky sleeper. Is
1: she? She is. Yeah.
3: Yeah, she's a very. A lot
1: of people are. I mean, think about a mattress. You spend so much time. On a mattress. And
3: it greatly affects how you yes. can function during the day if you're not sleeping. Because if you get a well. bad
1: mattress and you don't sleep, you're gonna be a terrible person throughout the day. Well,
3: because <laughs> if you have a mattress that you're not happy with and it's in your home, yeah. then it's almost it's almost like a it's almost like a weird prison sentence where you're like, Oh, I gotta go to that thing <laughs> that I hate that's yeah. I'm not gonna get you know, I'm not gonna get the required amount of rest and sleep and then and then I'm going to have a horrible day. So yeah. you we're, take a hundred nights to try it out. If you don't love this Casper mattress, they will pick it up and refund you everything. Get fifty bucks towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com/nerdist and use the code Nerdist. Terms and conditions apply. Here's Nerdist podcast number nine hundred, which is appropriately. A hostful podcast from the ID10T festival. Go to id10tfest.com for more info on the festival and uh, and please enjoy and hopefully we'll do more of these soon. Katie, please roll the 900th thing.
2: Now entering nerdist.com.
4: Song and we'll
3: wait. Anamanaguchi, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to them for that theme song that we've been able to use for the past seven and a half years. Also, shout out to producer Katie Levine, who's here in the back, who just made that happen. KT Money! KT Money! Where is Kate? I don't even see her. I don't know. I think she's. Where is Katie? Oh, there's, oh, Katie. Hi, there's Katie. Katie right back there. Bay Area uh, native
0: Katie Levine back there. I Thank can- you for coming to this.
4: Holy, can- holy shit.
0: I gave Katie a ride to the venue and the second she gets in my car, she said hella.
4: What? Yeah. It's the Bay Area. It brings it out of all of us. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's hella crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's hella cray, Matt. Get with it. That's and what then I texted
0: it. my wife. I was driving through Palo Alto, like hold down on, university.
4: You were texting. And what was the other thing you were doing?
0: Driving. Sorry, oh, everybody. Okay. Right. Uh, You've ever wanted to see the speed limit's 25. My car will stop itself. Go fuck yourselves. Wow. <laughs>
4: sounds uh, like making a murderer, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the clip that plays. <laughs> uh, no, but I was texting my wife, and I said, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of... I was driving to university, and I was like, there's a lot of pizza here. And then my wife texts me back, you're stronger than pizza. And I was like... <laughs> No, it's like per capita. There's a lot of fucking pizza places. She's she like, thought you were telling her that. She's to... trying to help me. She's trying to help you. Diet and exercise. Matt, and... I'm
4: gonna be honest. You're uh, one of my best friends, uh, but you ain't strong. I, like I'd rather hang out with pizza. No.
0: <laughs> Ditto. Yeah. I'd be like, honey, I think pizza should sleep in the bed tonight instead of me. Exactly. And I get it.
4: Yeah. Wrap yourself in pizza, call yourself Pizza oh. the Hut. Oh, sounds good. This Ooh. is the only,
3: literally the only way we could ever do another hostful podcast was to make a festival. This is the whole festival was just centered around getting the two of you guys to We sit tricked with the, you all. Yeah. Hope
4: you, guys, hope you guys don't mind. We're just going to catch up for a bit. So anyway, yeah, that was really fun. You guys did good? Oh, that fun. You wouldn't get it. Uh, there, yeah.
3: No, but it's it's crazy because... Since you know, we started the podcast seven and a half years ago, a lot has happened. We're all married now. We're all working on stuff. Matt's writing on the Goldbergs. Jonah's doing like nine shows. And so we just don't ever, when people go, why don't you guys just sit down? Because like, you know, you're about to do the Mystery Science Theater Tour, yeah. so you'll be gone for months. So it's yeah.
0: just really difficult to get us all in the same room at the same time, which is good and bad. Uh, I think mostly bad probably for the listeners like cuz I'm great. Yeah. And well they uh, have a lot
4: of other opportunities to listen to you on 80 other podcasts.
3: That
0: <laughs> is true. That's very true.
4: I know uh, people are like people give me shit about
3: hosting after shows. I'm like, what about Matt? He'll start a podcast at the drop of a hat.
4: He started a podcast on the way up called Lots of Pizza Places.
0: <laughs> what it is, every episode I review a different pizza place in Palo Alto. Yeah.
4: It's called My Favorite Pizza.
0: <laughs> this one is called king arthur's pizza what was that no camelot what is the, there's a pizza place called round table round table, round table. <laughs> round table. you got there eventually well, man. sorry really, i said yeah. king arthur i it's said camelot You're i so did not close. land on round table what is wrong with that name it should be fucking king arthur's pizza
4: no it shouldn't it's round table and it's great <laughs> I love uh, Guinevere's pizza. No. Merlin's pizza. No. The sword. See, no. round table, it signifies that you sit around a table with your family and friends and have some good pizza and great times. Proud sponsor of the Nerdist Podcast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> round table pizza. You never heard of round table pizza? It's a big chain. It's a big chain
4: around the country. Where? Everywhere, but I guess Los Angeles and, <laughs>
0: and Boston, and Boston
4: yeah. yeah. I don't know it then. I, I, had a, I went to a round table growing up. I remember one time I, I, I did a thing where I met up with some friends at Round Table Pizza, and I put a wig on over my hair and then a hat on over them. And then uh, about 20 minutes into hanging out, me and my friend got into a fake fight, and then my hat got pushed off along with the wig, and then I covered my head and ran out saying, This is so embarrassing! Why would you? <laughs> and for the rest of the night, my friends thought I was actually bald. What? <laughs> Why did you do that? I don't. I was weird, kid.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so where? What are you in the middle of at the moment? So
4: uh, Hidden America season two just went up. <laughs> Not that. I guess like, like Hidden America season two also taken back down. Oh, it was. <laughs> it's in a transitional phase where the network it's on is uh, making some changes. CISO. Yeah. CISO. and uh, you can no longer you can still you can still get the first season, but the second season it's gone. They said something about being too hot for the internet. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, and then, so yeah, we're, I'm, we're going on a six-week uh, cross-country tour with Mystery Science Theater 3000, and uh, we're doing San Francisco. So come on by. Nice. Yeah. And do you have any idea if there's going to be another season of mst we don't know i mean we're we're, we're optimistic about it uh it's it's It did well, people seem to like it the Netflix seemed... would
3: have to do it right you can't just crowdfund another one.
4: no no I, we, I think we over. you yeah, know like we people gave a lot to the right. to the uh, Kickstarter and uh, you know hopefully you know peop, uh, people at Netflix saw how excited people were and will give us more episodes or just cast me in that show glow, which is my my new favorite show. <laughs>
3: Yeah,
0: just cast you on something. Mean, Netflix has literally enough programs for the next two years they could just put out shows all but the time. But you can't really tell how good it is because you have to say thumbs up or thumbs down. And what would you prefer? A star rating? Wow, you seem very aggressive about your star rating. It's very annoying to me. It's like recommending me things where I'm like, I don't really know if, I, if this is recommended. It should, you should be a per-
4: percentage. Some, no, it doesn't do a percentage. Yeah, it's like a thumbs up percentage thing, like how likely it is you'll like it. Yeah, but it's always wrong. Why are, are you listening to some algorithm telling you what you should watch? <laughs> I watch oh, You're in Silicon Valley. You can't stars. say that kind of shit, Jonah. I can't I can't. Sure shit fucking talk programmers algorithms? And
3: engineers here would be like, what do you mean? What's wrong with the algorithm? You know what? 11011. One, 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 you're in fucking, fucking Google's parking lot. Uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> you can't I'm, say I'm, that, I'm, that I'm, shit. I'm, we I'm, might be in an algorithm <laughs> and not even know I it, you, it. Know what? you know what? I don't care because I'm a Bing man. Oh, shit.
3: Oh, oh.
4: Yet another thing I was involved with that was taking off the air. <laughs> At a certain point, it's you, right? <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> it's like, I, 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 man, there's so many faulty chairs in my life. Now you just keep on breaking them. No, but I honestly, in all sincerity, I
3: think you did such a beautiful job with Mystery Science Theater. Thank you. Because you guys made it your own while c- while clearly being fans of the first one and respecting the first one. And you, I think you, I just, it, it, what an impossible feat to take something that's that beloved to the community, and, and I saw just across the board, people loved it. So you guys did a great man. job. No, yeah. they, did,
0: they did a fantastic job, and it was the kind of thing like, yeah. Thank you. The litmus judged by
4: the applause. I don't think we're going to get picked up for a season No, the, 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 the litmus test for, for
0: me was like, when I watched it, was I seeing Jonah or was I seeing Mystery Science Theater? And I was just totally seeing Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, and uh-huh. it just was like, oh, this is the thing I love, and it's back. Thanks. It, it wasn't like they were throwing fucking lens flares in there Wasn't like all of a sudden Jonah was con It was good Why are you taking shots at J.J. Abrams in the middle of the podcast? Because sometimes he needs it No nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring him back down to earth That motherfucker But yeah. your, panel,
3: uh, your panel today was great dude. You were the first panel out of the gate And the room was full
4: And Dang, people were I already mean, here and People were very nice to show up yeah. and Thank you Thanks for showing up were you guys
0: squatting in here like it's Hall H? Were you guys
3: there? Might have been some squatters. I yeah. mean, I cannot tell you how terrified I was. Well, all week long, people have been like, "Are you excited about your festival this weekend?" I'm like, "I mean, yeah." Like I'm just, I was terrified because I didn't know if anyone was going to show up. And I invited a lot of people
4: to come and panels, and no one showed up. Turn off the hologram. Shit! <laughs> the audience disappears. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> you are in an algorithm. Uh,
0: but it just Guess I better jerk off. <laughs> That's what I would do. If it was ever the world Then, they're like, "Oh, I'm in an algorithm. Well, no one will see this." I put this.
4: myself on timeout for that joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it wasn't a joke. It was a real situation in my head. Oh, if you all disappeared, you I would it? jerk off.
4: You're trying to save it. No, save I was. Save what? You're on a stage and you're thinking about jerking off? <laughs> we are going through
0: IVF right now and I have to refrain for too long. What do you mean? You have to refrain. You can't like. There's. There. I have these like seven day, fourteen day periods where I cannot. You got build that shit up. Release the beast, <laughs> as it were. Got build... One million strong. I have one million sperm cells. Normal is eighty to one hundred and twenty million.
3: Aww. I know. That's that's an adorable number. Sure is, Chris. Well, I just want to thank you all for thinking this was the thing that you should come to and, and being here all day, because it's just been yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I look outside the tent, I actually see people walking around and doing what, I, doing what I wanted them to do,
4: which is talk to each other in real life and buy art and comics and stuff and then go see bands and come see people. I already panels. bought some stuff. I bought two t-shirts. I got a uh, I, I got a Creepshow t-shirt nice. and, and a uh, shirt with a poster for the movie Critters. Oh my it. god, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I find myself just buying horror movie shirts now all the time. <laughs> I just I p- keep on reverting back to what I thought was a cool adult when I was twelve.
3: Yep. So what? It, so, so they say about success, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my God! And there's a. You, did you see the? I sent you the memorabilia auction that's going on this next week. Yeah, that was nuts. Matt and I had dinner a couple weeks ago, and I what? What? Oh, oh, we, you were busy. You yeah, were probably busy. Totally, yeah.
0: probably.
3: Yeah. A
4: couple weeks you ago. You were
3: probably
0: very busy. A couple of weeks. What, like, we, what, well, we didn't was, want to bother you. We didn't want to bother you with it. I was it. around. I, no, well, it was, no, I'm sure you were out of town. No, no. We were just, we were we were so close to your house that it felt weird. Wait, it felt, oh, very, um, strange. Yeah, felt no, very strange. Yeah, oh, it felt very strange to say hello. Wait, two
4: weeks ago, I I texted you guys saying, hey, did I see you at Town Pizza? Yeah, yeah but, but we, we just thought, you know, we didn't, didn't want to know that maybe you didn't
3: see us. Maybe we did not want you to feel obligated like you had to hang out with us and have yeah. fun, a good time.
4: You guys are my friends. Of course I want to hang out. Sure.
3: Oh, well, next time. That's how we feel, we'll too. Well,
4: hey, what are, you, what are you doing in a couple weeks? I'm out of town. Well, oh. whose fucking fault is that,
3: then? It's mine. I'm sorry. This is- um, this, there's a memorabilia auction going on next week that is the most incredible collection. It's a Profiles and History auction is the name of the company. The most inc- incredible collection of memorabilia. The, the book is 672 pages, and it goes back to the beginning of film. You can buy the fucking Casablanca set. You can buy an original R2 unit that they're estimating is going to go for a million to two million dollars. An original um, uh, lightsaber. You can buy the floor
0: from Saturday Night Fever. You can buy
3: that. I sent sent it to Matt. I was just sending him all these things. You can buy the console from Next Generation from the bridge.
0: Yeah, well, it's from First Contact. Let's be real. Uh, Okay, all right. It's not from the Enterprise D. It's from First Contact, the Enterprise E, which is a great ship, but... Come on. But
3: watching you, I should have taken video of you going through the thing going, oh, my God, James Bond's suit. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, look at this. Oh, they got this one.
4: That's a great math. <laughs> so funny.
0: Um, but they, yeah, so they, I registered for that auction. What are you going to bid on? Uh, I'm looking at, they have, a, they have Data's uniform from the next generation. <laughs> which I'm hoping to fit into by spring. Um... They have, uh, they have the alien. There's this episode in season one of Star Trek, The Next Generation, called Conspiracy, where these creatures uh, latch onto the spinal cord of Starfleet Command and are controlling them. And then the, it ends with, with Riker. And someone is pointing very, yes, conspiracy, yeah. bro! <laughs> oh my <God>. Yeah! That <laughs> season one! Two. Season one, episode 22. That what, what?
3: weekend was just made
0: uh but so uh and these creatures at the end the end of the episode i remember as a kid it's crazy because the it ends with Riker and picard shooting this federation officer with a phaser and he like his head blows up and then his chest cavity opens and it's like the mother creature is inside like oh "Oh, shit "Ah." but what they're selling is the this admiral takes the a briefcase, a future-looking briefcase on the ship, and inside the briefcase is one of these creatures he's going to put in Dr. Crusher. Oh, my God. And they're selling that, and the opening bid is $400. You might be the only person bidding on it other than that guy over there.
4: <laughs> that guy doesn't have $400. Bro, if we go in these six
0: months at my place, six months at yours.
3: <laughs> Joint custody. I'm going to bid on... Um... I'm going to bid on uh, dark helmet, the actual helmet from Spaceballs. You're space going balls. to
0: be you're going to be bidding against Adam F. Goldberg. Are you serious? Yes. He's only got one show though. We're trying to. <laughs> It's on ABC. It's the number three comedy on television. Whatever, Chris. Enjoy, <laughs> I your, enjoy your game shows. Um, yeah, that's right. I meant- enjoy talking about real shows. Whatever you want to do. But, he's, uh, right. he's right. I don't have that sitcom. No, <laughs> I, need <laughs> that I need that syndication money. So no, he's right. t- trying to... We're gonna, we want to use it for the show, so we have the production I money. I will let you borrow it when I get it. I get it. The production is going to pay for it. Fuck. Uh,
3: <laughs> the other thing that I'm not going to bid on because it's so insane is... They actually have Charlie Bucket's golden ticket from Willy Wonka, and they're estimating it's, they're saying like 40 to 60 grand, and I think it's going to go for more than that.
0: Why did that elicit
3: such a reaction? It was, because that's an amazing piece of cinema history.
0: Yeah, I get it, but I just said that from season two of Star Trek, you could have the creature Wait, I'm sorry, what what was... Sorry,
4: episode 22, yes. What was from season two of Star Trek?
0: Well, there's other things from season two, but it's from season one. I said I said oh, the wrong se- season. Oh, season
4: one. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you want? Uh, I, I need to hear you explain the whole thing again. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually
0: bid
3: on. They have one of Laverne's sweaters from Laverne and Shirley with the L on it, so I might bid on that too. They have one of
0: Lavar Burton's uniforms oh. <laughs> with the L on it. No, oh, that would be really cool.
4: Uh, Lavar and Shirley. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about. I'm thinking about bidding on nothing and donating money to charity. You son of a bitch.
3: God damn it. You pandering son of a bitch, especially in the Bay Area where you know that's going to get an
4: applause break. I I had no idea. I'm just speaking from my heart, as we all should. God damn it. That's not at all what you would do.
0: (laughs) How dare you lie to these Uh, people. I'm thinking about building safer bike lanes.
4: uh, (laughs) These people have flying cars. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) They fly themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
3: But it's... uh, Yeah, and then I also want to bid on... I have one of the poseable figures from Paranorman from Leica Studios, and I want to get... They have a Coraline, and I want to get a Coraline. So those are the the two things, Dark Helmet and Coraline and and Laverne sweater.
0: Yeah, uh, that's great. I'm going to hopefully spend $400, uh, and then... Explain to my wife why I spent $400. <laughs> do you think, when you buy things, like, do you try to buy guitars behind her back, and do, when new ones appear, does she notice? We have a rule, one in, one out. And uh, sometimes she knows that they look a little different. And other times they show up at my office. <laughs> <laughs> How's Dory doing? She just got back from her book tour. Uh, Dory's book uh, is out. Go get it. It's on Amazon. You could go start up a novel. You I'd know, actually suggest going to your local startups, bookstore, guys. Go to a bookstore. It's available at your brick and mortar Amazon bookstores. Uh, it's in the Goodreads section. It's, is it's Amazon, a smash hit? Is
3: Amazon going to put itself out of business? Like, is the <laughs> when I think put-
0: Amazon just wants like, see these food trucks out here and these independent vendors? Fuck them. Amazon's going to buy them. Yeah. Amazon. Amazon's going to own Monster Energy. Then they're going to buy 5-Hour Energy. And we're going to be like, well, what is it? Monster or 5-Hour? And they're like, bro, it's called 12-Hour Energy. Yeah.
3: Oh. Don't it's drink called called it
0: all Hour
4: Monster. You'll have a
3: heart attack. Been there. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Do we ever talk about the time you went to
0: the emergency room and you thought you were having a heart attack and it was like you had had like nine? We did not explain the fact that I thought I was having a heart attack because I was jerking off. Wait, what? And I thought... Oh my I, god. And then I texted my wife and then you. the moment happened in my head where I'm like I either tell my wife that I'm having a heart attack or I finished jerking off. I finished.
4: <laughs> and I'm proud to be an American <laughs> cuz at least I know I'm free. My sperm counts a million.
0: <laughs> and IVF ain't free. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then I ended up going to urgent care, got an EKG. She asked how much caffeine I had had that day, and I said I had had two large iced americano's, two monster energies, and a five-hour energy. Jesus Christ! And she were said, "Is that normal?" And I said, "Yes." Were you smoking at the time? Of course. In the you boys' son room. Of a bitch. I was smoking in the boys' room. Every day. day. <laughs> Did you tell them in the ER that you were? I, again, I went to urgent care. ERs are very expensive. I don't know if you're familiar with American healthcare, but it's broken, right? Uh, but I hear there's a great new plan. Coming. Yeah, I mean, everything's yeah.
4: going to be fine. We'll see.
0: It's going to be fixed. Everything's <laughs> going <gotta> to be fine. <laughs> uh, so my pre-existing condition of not having enough sperm will not be covered. Your pre-existing uh,
4: condition is pre-cum? <laughs> pre-existing condition. Yeah. I don't, uh, there's children here. What are we doing?
3: I don't know. Giving
0: them a great show.
3: Pretty much all we've
0: done is talk about. There are no there are, off. Are there children? As a child sits down, I say, "There um, are no children here." There's a child. There's a human tambourine. There's all kinds of weird people that here. That phone is the size of that person. That's amazing. Well, kid, when
3: a man and himself loves himself very yeah. much, when a man hates
0: himself so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about, Jonah. It's self-loathing that gets me so fucking worked up. <laughs> um, yeah,
3: <laughs> I'm gonna destroy everything I love. <laughs> so you, we were kind of in the middle of. You're done with uh, Hidden America. You're, did you on a break for Mr. San no, I think for- Hidden America's
0: done with Jonah. Is what it sounds like. Well, we
3: don't know yet. I don't it know. could go somewhere else. Like when when CISO. Because right now, I think they're in the process of just like doling out and figuring out where everything's going to end up. Living.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't even sure if I was going to do a third season. So wherever it ends up is fine. I had, I had fun making it. So I don't, you know. So what is it, it that long. you're
3: working on currently?
4: Before, besides the tour? Uh, just kind of working on the tour. And what's the tour going to be? Are you going to watch a movie? And... We're going to do it's a live. It's like a live episode. We're going to have sets. We're going to have sketches and songs. And we're uh, re riffing "Iga," which is a classic. Uh, episode uh, from the original run. Are you gonna
0: have any classic riffs in there, or is this all new riffing?
4: A couple classic riffs. Yeah, classic oh, riffs. Yeah, a little watch out for snakes. Woo. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's. I'm looking forward to it, kinda. But it's also it's uh, six weeks on a tour in a bus, uh, which uh, if I was uh, ten years younger, I'd be like, this is gonna be the time of my what a summer. Yeah, this is gonna be a great summer. But now I'm just gonna be like, I miss my wife and dog. Oh, D's not coming. She, she. There's no room on the bus. Oh shit! Yeah, we did Liddy and I did
3: a bus tour last year. I did some uh, on the around New York and uh, surrounding. On a areas. bus? On a bus. How it? many she, people were you just, touring with? Just
4: the two of us. So with the bus? It was a bus. Oh, because you wanted to hurt the environment?
3: Yep. Yeah. That's right. I wanted to hurt the environment and
4: stop playing on the sensitivities of the Bay Area I'm not. Again. This is just how I am. It's A not, not nice, at caring all
0: person. how you are. Well, huh? You wanted to hurt the environment and not really give bicycles enough space.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if anyone noticed the class separation on stage, but we have these no-name waters and Chris has Evian. <laughs> it's not at all relevant to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jonah, what's wrong? You got Thurster. Natural spring water. Natural spring water. Why is there quotes around natural? (laughs) Under nutritional information, it just says, fuck you. (laughs) Ingredients, water, and
3: other things. I thought a bus tour would be really fun. I always thought, oh, like touring on a bus. That's what you do. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, it was not as fun as I had hoped it would be because it's, you know... You're just on the bus the entire time. There's nothing really to. Yeah, the wheels go round and round. It's real repetitive. <laughs> they do, yeah, yeah. And then a Jackson Brown song plays. <laughs> but you, but you can't, you can't really stand up. You kind of got to just sit down. And there's not really. My first
4: question was, will I be able to fit in a bunk? No. Oh, you're, you're they very, said yes. Were oh. they lying to me? Uh, yeah, they were lying to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but you'll just fit. You'll barely
3: just fit in there. The bunks actually look really cool yeah. because it is a little bit like a. And are little monitors, like in there, so you can, you know, watch TV on your back. Oh. I think Hardwick's bus was nicer than your
0: bus is going to be. Sorry <laughs> to think so.
3: Yeah, and then the, you know. Because on the airstrip on the top of the bus... Wait, the whole the airstrip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where you land your plane on top of the bus, right? No, no, I
4: didn't, I, we, don't have, we don't have one of those. Oh, I don't know what you... Yeah. Well, you may
3: not be on a tour bus, I don't know.
4: No, it's, uh, they said it's a tour bus. They said it's a classic three-wheel tour bus. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, no, I don't know that. Built, built for four wheels, but then they said it would go faster with one less wheel.
3: The thing that you're going <laughs> to have to worry about is if you're in the bunks and you forget where you are in the middle of the night and you get up to go to the bathroom, you instantly will hit your face, Like right, because the bunk is just how fast
4: do
0: you get up in the middle of the night? Yeah. Well, if you don't (laughs) free
3: no football practice. The ceiling is literally right here because the top bunk is there, so you're squished in, and it you know you sort of feel like you're in the capsule that Spock gets buried in. It's a
4: torpedo. It's a Mark IV. All right, right. let's take it down. The one thing that I didn't like is that they said when you sleep, have your feet towards the front of the bus uh, in case you crash and you don't break your neck. (laughs) Who said that? Everyone. When we got on the bus, there was only
3: one rule. Our bus driver said, uh, "There are
4: no rules." And there was you guys one rule. started
3: dancing. That was one rule, and it took a second for us to process what he said. But he said, "There's only one rule: don't go number two in the bathroom unless you're gonna hot bag it." And we're like, "What the? Oh no! Hot bag it? Yes. Where you basically just poop into a bag uh-huh. and take it out with you when you're done." That was the only... Take it out to where? The front of the bus?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Throw it at other cars. What is, I think, hey, there he is. I think it means you're throwing it out the window. <laughs> no, you'd wait until the or next stop. you're over some people in Chicago and you're the Dave Matthews band. <laughs> Just drop a load. <laughs> oh, that's right.
4: <laughs> they do it every night anyway, so why
0: not? Oh, damn. Boo. You are in Dave country. Am I? I, I don't know.
2: Here you see, there they're dropping the poop. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> why did yep, you, yep, why yep, you yep, ask him to play?
0: Yep, yep. Yep, oh, if you did, I might stick around. Otherwise, you got to get back up. Did you drive up here? Yeah, I did. You love being in your car. I love just me, the Volvo, and the five.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: are you, are a, you just like are big people, Volvo fans?
4: Do, do you work? Do you work at Volvo? Do you
0: work for Volvo? But you just love your Volvo. Do you have a Do you have an XC90 or an S60, an S40, an S90, or an XC60? Oh yeah, turbo, bro! I know it.
4: If you guys want to talk about the class divide happening right here, it's (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: just me and my fellow Volvo persons. Well, Matt hasn't changed at all, though. Like nothing has changed him. He always you always wanted nice stuff. I always wanted a Volvo. Yeah. And I got a Volvo, and then my wife was like, "When I met Dory, she had a Volvo that she bought the same day I did, but it was before we met." Aww. And I was like, "Someday I'm gonna give you a child." And medically, I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> we'll be but right back. I know that together we can get a Volvo, and we did. We got another one. You have three cars? No, we have. She had to get rid of her, her lease. Ran up on our other Volvo. It's a complicated story about Volvo leases. Sounds complicated and boring. Uh, <laughs> truly, truly. I don't know why we got on that. Oh, I drove up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're driving back tonight? I drove up last night after we wrapped at work. I went home, saw the wife, saw my dog, had dinner, and then left. Jerked off? No, not last night. Right. I had to hit the
4: open road, Chris. You had texting to catch up on. I had to. Although I got all these texts I got to catch up on. Well, better get on their own. There's
0: a good 160 mile stretch of the five where I probably could Driving with up. his
4: knee? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh.
0: What am I texting? That is exactly how I do it because I'm left handed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah So, I'm driving As soon as we're done here I'm gonna head back home So, go see Dory
4: uh, I, w- I, was, I was thinking about leaving But I just love the people of the, the Bay Area so much They <laughs> 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 just can't stay away
0: I love them too And I am thrilled that we're up here And I have to say for a fr- I'm very proud of you, Chris Because we're a first year festival This is not a shit show And I'm very proud of that <laughs> Man
3: <laughs> It's oh my insane
0: God. But I was just yeah, like, I, I, I was, we talked about it yes, a lot. I was driving up here and I'm like, "Is this gonna be like the fucking fire festival?" Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I was just terrified that like one toilet was gonna break
3: and people would be like, "Fire festival 2 You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I mean, there were so many. But you know, the company that produced that, you know, like all the logistical stuff, uh, SG, they did such an amazing job, and uh, it's been it's been incredible. Like it's just been such an amazing experience, and I'm so I'm already excited for next year and figuring out like oh what can we do for Chris. next year <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean this is Day like, one is not even done i know i know Enjoy but like this it. what like i loved about what i loved about this is i came and then i wandered over to artist alley yeah and i ran into jerry duggan yeah. and phil Note, and i was like guys let's go get a beer and then we went over and got a 23 dollar beer
2: <laughs> Ooh.
4: They got $23 beer? They got
0: $23 beer, bro. <laughs> no,
2: don't listen to him.
4: There's plenty of fine wares <laughs> yeah. here at the Ivy <laughs> Festival. That's awesome. break the bank. Matt, you should have gone to the backstage, because in the artist area, you can get $13 beers. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> but listen, I paid the money for it. I'm just like you guys. I was like, let's. I'll get fucked also. So, and, so, uh, hey, guys. Hey, so Katie, we got to cut that them. out. What are you doing, man? What are you, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, buddy. But no, it was, it was fucking... It was, a fa- it was really awesome because like, I meet up with Jerry and Phil, we walk over, we get a beer, we're talking about Wonder Woman, then we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, and then I'm like, oh, let me- I have to go do a fucking robot panel. Yeah. And then I went over there and did a panel about robots, and then I was like, oh, and then I gotta go, and then I go backstage and I see you, and then I'm like, and there's fucking, These- someone's like, oh, there's this amazing band right now going on, and I'm like, this is like, it's like a Playland. It's- it is like it's a Playland. Like-
4: it's it is fucking exactly great. Like a Playland. I hope people have fun. I, and really I saw that someone has cheesesteaks and I want one. It's right next to the ice cream
0: taco place. Right there,
3: I see ice cream tacos from Rocco's. here. I got I one. can see the. Will Wheaton had one. He said they're amazing, and they like. Yeah. It's like the sh- the the shell is like a waffle cone. They put the ice cream and they flash freeze it. What is
0: one. the Asian twist? Cheesesteak with an Asian twist. I guess we'll have to find it out. It fucks you with a tentacle. No. <laughs> that would be a twist. Yeah. Yeah.
4: How long did you struggle
3: to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's... I'm just glad. I'm just glad.
0: It I'm just... really excited. Is it good? Have you had it? Has anyone had yeah, that? The Thumbs choc- up? Thumbs the, up? The taco? No,
4: the cheese... I'm talking about cheese steak. I want fucking cheese steak, bro. Can someone get mad of fucking cheese steak? Thank you so much, sir. Don't, no, oh, no, no. You don't no, have to do that. No. no. Don't ask. Don't give him anything. For Matt? No. I know if I was asking, I'd, I'd demand you run. But for Matt... The man drove up in a Volvo. Don't buy him no. anything. I'd
0: be, like, I'd be like, honey, I was stronger than pizza, but then there was cheesesteak with an Asian twist.
4: <laughs> so stronger than stronger pizza. I, I, I want to get make a cartoon where it's you and pizza like doing a bodybuilding competition. <laughs> oh. you go over the You're top. the best
3: around. <laughs> Nothing's going to ever keep you down. Pizza, pizza would always win. Pizza would oh. always win. I think we have some... Um, uh, time for quements because I think we have about seventeen yeah.
4: minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, everyone. Yeah. I don't even remember. Fight it's for the microphone. There's a sir!
3: you Yes question. you gentleman to <laughs> ask a question. I'm, what I'm is a question. a question. Uh, so, two-part question. One is for Matt and Jonah going on a three-year joke from San Diego. Boston Batman, is that getting a release date?
0: Boston Batman. Oh,
4: Boston Batman. Batman.
0: Boston Batman's a character who goes a little
4: something like this. You're Alfred, remember? Sure. Sir. Sure. Oh, what the fuck, Alfred? Uh, <sighs> They saw you out. The, the newspapers have you in a Boston Red Sox hat. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to support Boston. We're in first place. I got to fucking wear it. But it's the special Bruce Wayne hat you got. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> still better than Dawn of Justice. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh.
0: <laughs> what? I, I, to... saw, I saw half of it. Um, I've still, my whole thing was like, I'm not going to see Dawn of Justice. I won't see it. I saw half of it on Stars. And DirecTV does that thing where it's like you can rewind to the beginning of the movie. And I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. You're not gonna get me.
3: You know the best part of Donna Justice? Wonder Woman was
4: the yeah. best part of Donna Justice. I thought. It was just that whole thing of like, her name is Martha,
2: my mother's name is Martha. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> I heard the name Martha the other day. Someone's like, it's like what's her name? Martha. And I was like, that movie's so terrible. <laughs> and one more quick thing are you wearing silver Air Force Ones? Am I what?
3: wearing silver air force ones i'm wearing um yeah these are the these are the sb the nike
0: sbs oh uh, those yeah. are not air force ones
4: they're they're those silver no, they're the not air force. guy that drives a volvo SB. is really into your shoes
0: i drive a corolla i like air force ones i usually wear them but i'm wearing New balance thank you there. what is your name and question
5: uh, hi my name is randy Um, uh, my question is well first i want to say thank you for putting this on this is an amazing thank you event. for coming to it yeah. and, uh, yeah. thank you for coming to it like it, it, it was very easy for me to think, "Hey, I'm gonna buy a ticket, come here. Hey, I'm gonna buy a VIP pass and enjoy even more." Nice. Uh, I I can't wait for this happen next year. Thank you. Now, I wanna I guess, for all three of you, when you first started this, as a, because I'm, I, I started uh, co-hosting a podcast my friend created, and I always want to know when you guys started the podcast. Like, where did you see the end happening? Like, where did you think it would be?
3: I didn't really think about that because I I, I was just so frustrated with not having any control over my what was happening in the entertainment business. And I had just lost a job that I thought was going to be a show that would get picked up. And it didn't go at the last minute. And I was really frustrated. And so my reaction when I get frustrated is I just make something because it just makes me feel like I'm more in control. So I just said, well, I'm just going to make a pod. I've been thinking about doing it for a long time. I'll just make a podcast. And no one can tell me how to do it. And I was friends with Matt who worked at the Apple Store who was producing the uh, Comedy and Everything Else podcast for Jimmy Dore and Todd Glass. And I said, would you come on board and help me produce this? And then I called Jonah, who I'd known since he was like 19. From you know, We did open mics together. And I said, hey, would you be, be on the podcast? And we sort of just said, you know, let's just do this as long as we can, as long as it's fun. and But we just have to, you know, just release them on a schedule. And that's it. That was the only agreement. So I don't think we ever... But it just so quickly we realized not only is this an incredible outlet and it's fun, we're getting to talk to all these interesting people, we're getting to hang out, we're having fun, and people are responding to it, and we're able to do live shows. It just just really sparked everything, I think.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, the reason that I am the host of Mystery Science Theater is because I met Joel Hodgson when he was on the Nerdist podcast. And we became friends afterwards, and that's why I have that job now. And I'll uh, thank you... I, I, every day I give thanks to myself for the tenacity of <laughs> continuing on with a career in light of being under the shadow of, like, an oppressive force in your life.
6: <laughs>
4: thank you, Chris. Uh, and
0: I, you know, I, I, I... was... I've been doing podcasts since... Two, I've been doing podcasts since 2007... Yeah, and that's 10 years of podcasting and uh, it's been something that I thought I would be able to stop doing but instead I just do more Uh, I have five podcasts right now and uh, it's a thing where I just feel like it's given me everything I have in my life up to and including like you know I didn't know Adam F. Goldberg until I did the podcast that he was a guest on and then we hit it off and became friends and then eventually ended up over there and I've been there for two, almost two years. And but not only that, but also just the idea that you and Dory are going through this thing, which is, we, you know, there, you
3: make a lot of jokes about it, but it's a very hard thing. You're, you're going through IVF, and part of how they dealt with it was making a podcast about yeah. the process to sort of help other people to kind of demystify it and to deal with it. So it's a really powerful medium, and I think it, as long as you're excited about it and you continue to do it, it will continue to evolve and grow. And because you can connect with, you know, people will find it. You know, and so it—it it really has been the most significant choice, career-wise. I think one of the top three career choices I've ever made was to just make a thing for myself and and you know make stuff with my friends. And uh, so if that's what you're doing, then I would say you're on the right track. Well, oh, thank you. Thank you for being a uh, uh, like to an inspiration to content creators and everyone. Oh, thanks, man.
5: Okay. Thanks for coming. Right. Thank, thank, thank you.
3: you. <laughs>
6: Next question. Underdogs. Underdog, underdog, underdog. Hey guys, my name is Bill. Hi, and, Bill. Uh, this is for Chris. Uh, I first of all, I watch your show at midnight every night. Thanks. Uh, I love it. it really. Thank um, you. This is my first time in an event like this, and and I hope this is appropriate. But uh, you know, uh, I kind of feel like we're losing a lot of good people these days to addiction. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, They're just countless people, right? Heath Ledger, uh, more recently, Chris Cornell, so on. Anyway, um, myself, I've got six years clean. Nice, congratulations. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I used meth once for 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, well, I stay clean through a program which will remain anonymous, but- um, Very good. Anyway, um, so I've been fortunate enough to start a group about three years ago um, a, a very amateur uh, drama group. And we created and performed a play for uh, Northern California Convention in April called Super Powerless. And it is... Uh, we all picked a different superhero, gave them an addiction, and brought them into recovery. That's a great idea. And, and thank That's you so really much. That's a really great idea. It, it got a really good response. It's an awesome comedy. Um, and um, my <laughs> my kind of thoughts of maybe taking it to the next level to make it uh, kind of more professional production is to hopefully maybe find a way to bring some, some celebrities who are in recovery involved into it uh, by, and maybe put on even a benefit that supports recovery. And so we were able to record that and I was wondering if I could give you a DVD. Yeah, absolutely, please. I really would love to see that. I, I, I promise you, if you get a chance to even watch a couple of the scenes tonight, you may want to play them here tomorrow. Excellent. My info is written on the inside. If you want to give me any feedback, even if the feedback is, that was a piece of which you won't, but I would even honor that. And uh, thank please, you so yeah, much. No, please, sincerely, I, would, I really would love to see that. That's a great...
3: Oh, great. Oh, thank you. Oh, good, I didn't drop it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I was, I, I, I was kind of, it's kind of funny that you... I was just thinking about this idea of if uh, Superman like going through a dark depression because he can't relate to anyone else and he starts just getting like kryptonite chips and he goes out and he, like, get, he does shots of kryptonite, like diluted kryptonite,
0: so he can get in fights just so he can feel something. Nice. Is that fucked up? <laughs> I like it.
6: It's pretty dark. I think DC might want it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. You will find think- Superman in the first scene. And I've got one more question for anybody here. My iPhone froze, and I don't know what to do about it, so Matt? if anybody can help me out. Oh my god, you're in Google's parking lot, they're going to go, buy Android, bro. <laughs> Sorry, Some, bro. Someone
3: will help you. Someone you need a fucking you. appointment, okay, bro? You need, to do a, you need to do a soft reset, right? You need an appointment. Yeah, just hold the home screen and the, and the lock button for a few seconds, and then it'll... Sure, Chris. All right. Uh, hey, how's it going? Hi, my name is Charmaine. I remember you from the other panel. Nice to Magician's see you again. Panel, yeah, what's yeah. your question?
2: Um, Mike, um, first of all, I have to say I love the whole podcast. If anybody sees me driving down the road watching it, they would think I'm crazy because they'd be like, what's going on in that car? <laughs> 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 they must be talking about Volvos. <laughs> <laughs> but my question is, you guys work so much. You're really successful. If you could be someplace in the world right now for a rest and relaxation that you haven't been to, where would you go?
0: That I haven't been to? Yeah. Uh, Pandora World in Animal Kingdom. <laughs> That's fair.
4: Pandora from the, what's the James Cameron movie called? Avatar. Avatar. That's what I. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's so dumb. <laughs> no,
0: it's a new. It's a new theme park in Animal Kingdom in Disney World, and because I haven't been there, I could get to Disney World under her rules. Where it has to be somewhere I haven't been, but I secretly just would rather be in
4: Disney World. <laughs> Matt, the hand thing doesn't work if you still I the just... I don't understand what you're saying, Joe. You no, obviously,
0: see... they can't see how my mouth moves, so they, yeah, can't, they read can't read hear my it.
4: lips. Thing, the thing in your hand, well, yeah. that magnifies the sound of your voice. But they can't see my lips, you dumb-dumb. <laughs> it's true. Um, i would I
3: really want to go to I want to go to Reykjavik. I really want to go to Iceland. I know you went to Iceland and you yeah, said it Reykjavik's was incredible. a
0: fucking hoot, especially in the summer when it gets dark never. <laughs> ah, where would you go Jonah Ray?
4: Uh I, I've always really wanted to go to Ireland, and no it's because I really want to drink
2: <laughs> Thank you very much Wait as, fri- oh, yes. as friends, where would you go together to hang out?
4: Just
3: here
0: yeah. <laughs>
4: Again. Only here, only on stage with microphones in hand. <laughs> only when we're recording
0: audio and I mean we could go to dinner, but Jonah should probably not know about it. I gotta it.
3: say, we we've taken a lot of trips together and it's always really fun because you know, we get to go and when we were when we got to do more live shows, we would go somewhere and get food and drive around and we record we would record Matt singing third eye blind in the back of the car. That was really fun. <laughs> Semi charm kind of life, bro. That's right. Do whatever what you wanna do. Come on at you coming over you. I don't care. Uh,
1: thank you. Thank you. So we
3: even bored her.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thanks, Herman.
3: Hi, what's your name?
1: Hi, guys. My name is Anjali, and I just want to say that I really love the Nerdist podcast. Um, you guys are awesome content creators, so thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thank um, I have a question for all of you actually and it's kind of similar to what one of the gentlemen already asked but I figured I'd just ask it anyway. anyway. Um, So between the three of you, you guys have undertaken a lot of creative ventures. So for you guys in comparison to all those creative ventures, what is it about the podcast medium and audio storytelling in general that makes it so unique and interesting for both the storyteller and the listener?
0: it's intimate for me it's the easiest thing i do <laughs> uh, it no it really i mean it really is like when you write in a room and you're you know you spend weeks breaking a story and you know you do a you know network notes and then a table and then you re you fix it again and then you edit it you shoot it you edit it you do a reshoot and finally 3 months later out in the world comes this thing you were working on forever whereas when i'm sitting down to do a podcast with my wife on sunday nights we have the conversation. We read emails from people. We talk to the people that have called in, and we do the podcast. And then I put it up within an hour of us doing it, and then it's out in the world. So I like for me, it's the immediate gratification of like I'm going to make this thing, and then you're going to be able to hear it uh, as soon as I can physically get it to go on the internet. And that's something I I, I just enjoy the immediacy of podcasting. Yeah.
3: I think what Jonah said is right too about the intimacy. <clears throat> is that when we when, I, when we first decided to have sponsors for the podcast, which was about six or seven months in, I, when I would talk to sponsors about sponsoring it, I go, it's the most intimate form of media because if you feel like you're a fly on the wall, feel, you feel like you're in the conversation. And when you think about how most people listen to it, you put it in your ear, like it's in your head. And it guides you through so many emotional times in your life through happy times, tragic times, sad times, difficult times, exercise, work, whatever it is that you're doing. And it, the conversations are so... Like, I never say I'm an interviewer. I really... I just have conversations. And I think it... Humanize... I think when, when they look back on podcasts at some point in the future, they'll realize what a really revolutionary thing that it is. Because where else can you hear people that you normally think of as two-dimensional speak like human beings and find out what they're like in conversation and relate to them and not feel so weird and alone and to really just connect with an authentic experience. And because you can make it about whatever you love, it's a pure expression of who you are. And so, that's why, you know, that's why I still do it. That's why I still find time to do it seven and a half years in, because I love it so much. And it is, it's heartbreaking to me that, you know, I I do a lot of them alone, most of them alone, and that's not my preference, but I'm proud and happy that Matt and Jonah are, are doing all, you know, like following all their dreams and making all their stuff come true, so... You know, it's like even just sitting here with you guys like, fuck, I
0: wish we could do this more often, you know? it's yeah. a lot Well, of we could. I have time Sundays at 4 a.m. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's between uh, some things. You know, I just really can't wait to see Zach Braff portray podcasts on ABC this fall. Is that going to be a thing? It's called uh, Alex Inc. All and right. it's based on the podcast startup by Gimlet Media. Gonna be a hoot, guys. That braff can sure get into some sticky situations.
3: Network Marin, basically? Sounds like it. Yeah. Um, Are you a podcaster? Uh,
1: Yeah, Not really. I really like listening to podcasts. So that's why
3: I was asking. Oh, that's cool. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for coming. Thanks for your question. Yes, what is your name and question?
1: Uh, Hi, my name is Peyton. Um, I don't really have a question. I just have a thank you for you guys. Um, I started listening to your podcast during a really dark time in my life. Um, I have major depression and you guys were a huge factor in me getting over that and me getting, overcoming, like, my suicide attempts. And I just want to thank you guys for being my heroes, so.
3: Well, thank you Thanks for... You so much. Thanks for letting us know that. Thank you for having the courage to stand up and say that. And thank you for still being here. You know? I mean, I think part of the podcast is a journey for all of us. You know, we are very open about uh, how, you know, if we've struggled with anxiety and depression and addiction, and I feel like it's important to be open about that. Because, you know, I, when I was younger, I wish I had that. You know, I didn't know, especially for people, if they can't afford therapy or they can't, they don't know who to talk to, to just feel like, oh, I'm not alone and I'm not broken and it's okay. And you get depressed and it's not, it's not the end of the world. I can get through it, you know, like, so it is, I think that has been one of my favorite side effects that I never planned on was that people would relate to it in such a way that it would help them feel emotionally okay and sort of normalize, you know, and talk about mental illness in a way that's not, that doesn't feel so clinical or like so, oh it's the worst thing, you know, it's like well this is something that so many people deal with now, particularly in our, in our frenetic culture so thank you for listening and saying that and thank you again for, for, for
0: getting through it Thank you, and I am very happy that you didn't do what I do, which is eat your
7: feelings. (laughs) (laughs) What is your name, sir? My name is Aaron, and I've been listening to you guys for probably about five years now and really appreciate what you guys do. You helped inspire me to create a podcast of my own. Uh, It's called Uncontained. I interview a bunch of people who are getting started out in the entertainment industry and see what they're up to. I try to keep it very conversational because I kind of modeled it after your interview style, not jacking it by any means. No, though. no, no, listen, no, 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 there's no.
0: no interview style. It's really just- He doesn't own
3: it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> own it. And it's not, it's really just what are you interested in and what do you want to know as a fan and what, you, what can you learn? Like that's all, when I'm asking people questions, it's not ever plan, It's I don't plan anything. It's just what do, what do I want to learn and how can we connect?
7: Right on, right on. Yeah, I like the conversational aspect of it. And uh, I have a question that I asked all of my guests at the end of the show. It's kind of the title question of the podcast, which is called Uncontained. Yeah, and. The question is, how do you live uncontained? Meaning, despite people telling you, dude, you should give up this podcasting thing or the stand-up thing and get a real job or just you know, fall into the status quo, what is it that keeps you guys or kept you guys motivated through the hard times to get to where you're at today? A lack of self-awareness on my part.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think the entertainment business in particular
3: is, is just a sea of rejection. And I don't think it ever feels good. And you know, when I was growing up, very, I was very socially ostracized. Uh, and always I always felt rejected socially for so long. And I think something about me, I don't know if it's because of my parents or what, but I just get this kind of like, fuck you, I'll show you. You know, like I always <laughs> have that kid inside. And those were always the movies that I connected to the most, like Revenge of the Nerds, or real genius, or when people would basically use their brains to overcome a situation and so I was always inspired by that so I guess I just I, I, don't, I honestly don't know what else I would do you know so I just keep powering through with the rejection and try to figure out can I learn from this can I do something with it and there is like a there is like a healthy list in my head of people who said no or were shitty to me or whatever <laughs> and I think I just sort of use that as you know, like, you can't control what happens to you in life for the most part, but you can control what you do with it. Yeah. And so I kind of just like to use the rejection as learning and motivation to, to I guess, to show, you know, like, I can do this. I guess that's what it is. I don't know. And it's also, I just like what I do. It's fun. I don't know,
4: man. Also, when it, it's like, when you're doing this stuff, remember, like, don't count, don't, like, look at the size of the victory. Don't say, well, that was like a little victory. That's a big victory know that it's a victory and just take them and make, make it make it make you feel good okay. and don't worry about it just be like well it's just a little thing uh, we shouldn't really worry about it just go when you get that little victory just go yes and then you know keep keep that you yeah, should yeah boring. and
3: you should appreciate that stuff when it happens and
4: yeah and I think but I back just... to the list of people who wronged you Chris <laughs> <laughs> I, oh,
3: I think there's... there's not enough time
0: <laughs> I also noticed that part of his sentence Jonah yeah who wronged you <laughs> It's not even a, a real... like I don't actually have a physical
3: list, but just every time I would get rejected in a shitty way, I would just sort of fuel the motivational fire, basically. Yeah. So it's not like a real, you know, <laughs> list like in... What was the Adam Sandler movie? Billy Madison. Billy yeah, Madison, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I just think it's good to set goals, but I think goals are just a reason to get you on a journey. Once, you're, once you reach the peak of something, it's over in a second, and you gotta, you got to come back down. So you need to appreciate, like we always say, enjoy a burrito. You need to appreciate the journey as it's happening, because that's where that's where the learning happens, that's where the growth happens, and that's where the real,
0: you know, that's where the real meat is. Yeah. And I can't stop because I moved really far away from home to go to Los Angeles, <laughs> and I'd feel real dumb having to go back. So. At this point, yeah. Yeah, especially this point. So that's it. Just
3: you just have to enjoy the process of what you're doing, and if you love it, it kind of doesn't matter what anyone else says, you know because you're doing what makes you happy, and that's the most important thing. So, that's it.
7: Perfect. Thank you. Thank you.
3: I think time for one more question, and then we have to vacate the premises. Hey, what's your name? Hi,
5: I'm Jonathan. What is your Uh, question, Jonathan? uh, Long-time fan. uh, You know, first-time idiot fest-goer. You know, I've enjoyed your work from G4 TV to, you know, Talking Dead to Xfinity commercials. And... um, (laughs) <laughs> and so when I saw that this uh, fest was going on, I was really excited, especially see the music, the pop culture, the comedy and all that. And so I hate to leave it on one criticism I have. Oh, sure. Okay. So the um, comedy tent... I wasn't. I didn't know that it, it was like a ticket that like you need right. to grab a ticket, and I feel like a lot of people didn't hear that. And so I met Dimitri Martin once after a fly the Concords concert. So I think he'd be pretty hurt if I wasn't there. We talked Fair about enough. his Prius, I think. And <laughs> so I was wondering if there's any way, like, do you have like a spare ticket? Me, and my friend could go. Maybe I'll you tell can you take what, us in your Delorean.
3: First of all, I love. I love that the last question was sort of like, you, like you stood in line, like, oh, this is the complaint test. I felt bad. I was but be like, I gotta tell I you something. I 100% appreciate. I appreciate that... See, this is... People say, oh, you guys, you know, no one can take criticism. Yes, you can. Oh, look at that. Oh, I was just gonna give you a... That's really... That was really nice of that guy. Can, can I get one for my... Does friend? anyone else need anything? Look under your chairs. No, feel, but I just... I feel
5: so selfish like I get no, one. No, no, more.
3: no, no. I, I was totally gonna say like, yeah, I'll take you over there myself if you yes, want. Yes, please. Um, just because, <laughs> you know, you, the idea that you, you... That was a very fair thing that you said and also that's important for me to know that stuff. If people weren't aware that you need tickets, and we need to do a better job of messaging that out, thank so you. Yeah, I we appreciate that. We will 100. percent And these are the things that you, I mean, and Silicon Valley is the perfect place. This is kind of the beta test, in a way, <laughs> to see like now that under mass consumption, what do we need to do better? So that is, uh, I swear to you, we will do that better next year. Thank you. And I appreciate that you express that in a, like a really calm, civil way. And this is this is how problems can be solved, you guys. So Thank you. this Thank guy you. can't
4: be this guy can't not be mellow though. Look
0: no, at him. No, I think you should have hashtagged it. Fuck you, Chris, and <laughs> tweeted angrily about it. Yeah, there you know you that's go. a good idea, yeah, Matt. Let's yeah, get that hashtag yeah. trending. There's <laughs> your second one. No, everyone's going to be giving him comedy tickets. It, yeah, but, this is uh, unbelievable. You yeah, seem no, to be I'm in so... abundance. They'll Does anybody one? have a Volvo I could have? <laughs>
3: But, uh, but I really appreciate that. So thank you, and I'm sorry that, uh, I'm sorry that we messed that up. But we'll, oh, no, we'll, totally we'll, we'll fine. fix it, for sure. Thank you. All right, thank you so much. Yeah. You want more? I'm getting the one more. All right, I will get one more. Right. From yeah. so 10. Names,
4: Ten more? How many more? What's, I don't know sign
7: All language. Of us.
3: Yeah, I know. All we're getting that We got to Yeah, I know. So you can't kick me off my own stage. You can't do this to me. It's my <laughs> fucking thing. Uh, all right, one more question, and then we'll get out of here. So my name is Dakota, and my first question is, is the Talking
5: Nerdist after show after this? Yes. All right, perfect. Talking
3: Nerdist, and then Chat Midnight, and then Talking Balls for the Wall.
5: And my second question is, how would you like the Walking Dead series to end? Because I have it in my head, and it sounds perfect. But I'm just wanting to pick your brain and see how you would like it to end.
3: Um, I think it should end where uh, they, whoever survives just like walks out and you find out that it was just a Westworld uh, simulation. <laughs> you see,
5: I think Rick should die, but he doesn't get reanimated.
3: He does not get reanimated. He, does not get reanimated. he, he not get reanimated. just dies and then, and then... Oh, so you're saying something about him just doesn't reanimate. Yeah, he
5: doesn't get reanimated. Cut to little Carl all grown up and it's kind of like that Glenn Deaf family picnic scene yep. where he's looking out and he sees all of the dead members of his group. And it's like ten years later, and he's just remembering the zombie apocalypse. Get me Robert Kirkman on the phone, pronto! Yeah, and kick him in the shins for making me cry because Stephen Yeun's death was no. a tearjerker.
0: Oh! Spoilers, <laughs> bro! Spoiler, bro! Why did you spoilers? Oh my
4: right? god! Sounds like we got some super fans it in the audience. It was in the Rita- comics. <laughs> Fuck you all!
0: Rita- Read a book, watch the show when it comes out, DVR it. All right, it's been like three months. Listen, hey, I'm <laughs> on here. I'm with you. I got yelled at for spoiling Tasha Yar's death on Star Trek, <laughs> which happened in 1987. That's the way it works now.
3: But I have to spoil this because we have to go. There's other stuff going on. But honestly, wait. Before you do that, I want to. I want to sincerely thank you from the b- bottom of my heart for coming here and being communal and 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 just. Allowing this to happen I want to thank you so much Thank you Chris I hope we get to do it again next year Have a great festival Go see Weezer Go see Comedy Go see OK Go Enjoy the Artist Alley And all the booths And uh, enjoy your burrito Most importantly Thanks so much Bye bye
2: Now leaving Nerdist.com Enjoy your burrito Once upon a beat